Hi everyone, this is the Business Boot Up edition of the Dreamers and Doers podcast. I'm Arya and I'm joined by my co-host Sam. It's great to be here today. Hi Arya. Each week we'll come to you live from the Loveworks campus where where you will hear interviews from our youngest and most experienced entrepreneurs out there who will inspire, educate, and give you a hopeful action step into your business. The BizBuddha podcast partners with the Norman Chamber of Commerce, who advocates to see Norman, Oklahoma, be a thriving business community. And BizBuddha is powered by First United Bank, Norman. First United is not your typical is not your typical bank. Their purpose is to inspire and empower others to spend life wisely. Thank you, Norman Chamber of Commerce and First United Bank, for helping for helping to see our youngest entrepreneurs achieve their business dreams. Now let's get into our interview. Today we're joined by dreamer and doer Jackie Sorsale. I hopefully pronounced Sorsel. that right. Sorsale. Okay. As an entrepreneur and community organizer, Jackie has spent 20 years exploring the alternative business practices for more for a more just and sustainable society. She founded the Oklahoma Cooperative Cooperative Housing Association, a nonprofit that managed housing co-ops owned and operated by OM Gardens, an LLC organic gourmet mushroom farm, served on the board of directors of the Oklahoma Food Co-op, and managed membership at the Integral Center, a community for personal development in Boulder, Colorado. She has a master's degree from Gaia University in regenerative enterprise design and is currently managing the garden and educational business program, Real Garden, at Loveworks Leadership in Norman, Oklahoma. So, hello, Jackie. Thank you so much for joining us today. And we are the Dreamers and Doers podcast, and we'd like to know, do you consider yourself a more natural dreamer or doer? Well, I definitely do a lot of dreaming up big, complicated schemes. Um, And uh, I really wouldn't be happy, though, if I didn't try to do them. Um, But I think I do spend a lot of time dreaming and designing. So I'd say I'm a little stronger on that. Nice. Me too. (laughs) That was quite a bio. So what was life like for you growing up? Um, So I grew up in Wichita, Kansas, and I was just kind of bored. Um, And also looking around, I just felt like there were a lot of things that could be better. Um, I see a lot of like environmental problems and social justice problems and poverty and all of that. And I just have this um, constant nagging feeling like I need to do something about it. So that started pretty young. Yeah. So how did that lead into your first job? And was your first dream job anything... Did that have anything to do with what you're doing now? Um, So, I mean, I remember being at Girl Scout camp and looking around and thinking like, well, why can't we just live like this all the time, like more in nature and in community? Um, And so I got interested in intentional communities, i.e. like eco-villages or communes, like living together like that. And that did go right into the very first organization I started, which was that Oklahoma Cooperative Housing Association. So the first thing I did was organize co-ops through that nonprofit. Nice. Mm -hmm. Well, saying all that, what was your journey to get there? To to get to that co-op? Yeah, to get um, to, to that co-op. To, to that, okay. So, um, you know, I thought that I needed to get a degree um, to, like, kind of prove that I'm smart or <laughs> to make money so that I could afford to, like, buy land and start my dream co-op. Um, but I started community organizing almost right away when I got into college, and I just got really excited about that. And I was majoring in physics, and I just kind of got less and less interested in the physics. And I just decided that I really wanted to be a community organizer. And so I actually ended up dropping out and just being a community organizer full-time. Um, I did eventually go back to to Gaia University and, and get a master's degree. That's great. 
So a lot of our listeners are students who are either just starting their business or have an idea to do something. So what do you feel are a few important things to know when starting a business? Yeah, so... I mean, know what you don't know. There's a lot of things that go into um, running a successful business, and um, you really don't need to be an expert in everything. You really can't be an expert in everything, but you at least need to know what all of the different areas are that you need to be paying attention to. So you can get that simply by going to the SBA website, the Small Business uh, Association's website, and they have all sorts of documentation on how to start a business and how to write a business plan. And that'll give you kind of a good outline of all the different things that you need to know about. Um, But, you know, you kind of need to note, like, okay, what are the things that I do have expertise and feel comfortable doing, and what are the things that I need to learn more about, or maybe just hire somebody else to do? So in addition to the work you do for the Real Garden and the community you serve, what's it like being on that board, and why is it important to, you know, actually serve our community? Um, So... Yeah, I mean, I think we have a lot of problems in in our society that we need to address. Um, I mean, I wouldn't be a doomsday sayer and say things are worse than they've ever been. I don't think that's true. I think it's actually better. But, you know, if we we don't address, like, the environmental issues that we have or poverty, those things are starting to get worse from where we're at. Um, So I think it's important that everyone, you know, at the very least, like, consider what you are doing and, and what you can do in your own life. But if you have any extra capacity, then going out and finding some way that you can make a difference is really important. Yeah, I think that's really important too. So what is one dream that you're working on right now? A dream that I'm working on. So I am trying to start a cooperative federation, uh, which is a cooperative of cooperatives. Um, So with my master's degree, I was learning how to be a business consultant for starting cooperatives and what I call regenerative enterprises, like beyond sustainable businesses. And so I've, I've done a little bit of that, but I really want to do that you know, as, as my full-time job, but it's really hard to find people who want to start these like really sustainable businesses and have the money to hire a business consultant. Um, so I've, I've had a challenge in, in finding paying clients. So I'm basically creating a cooperative that will be a funding mechanism so we can get people to invest and then have this pool of funds that we can use to start co-ops to like hire me and other business experts. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, whether people come in with ideas or whether these business experts just come come up with ideas like, hey, how about we create a version of Etsy that's a cooperative that's owned by the people who use it, um, then we can just make that happen and use the the money to do it. That's really interesting. Yeah. How long have you been doing that for? I've been trying to get to this point for the last 20 years. Really, all of these different things that mm-hmm. I've been doing have just been building up my knowledge and expertise um, and social networks so that I can kind of be at the point where I can say, okay, I'm going to do that, <laughs> do this. Uh, And, you know, I've been going through different um, versions of it in my head and talking to people, you know, talking it through with different people. This has gone through multiple iterations. Uh, And I feel like I finally landed here in Norman. You know, this is where I I started out. I went to OU originally. So I know a lot of people here. And now I'm working here at LoveWorks, which is almost the perfect, you know, environment to be doing this kind of work. Um, So, yeah. yeah, I, I've had to kind of put a lot of different pieces together to get to even the starting point. That's great. So what's a life lesson that you wish someone in middle school or high school told you when you were younger? 
Um, to always lead with the positive. Like I'm such a problem solver. I tend to start conversations with like, do you see that problem over there? <laughs> and like some people are totally into that, but it also turns a lot of people off. So it's always a good idea to start with, you know, saying, oh, there's so much opportunity in the world. You like start with some positive thing and then you can talk about problems. Yeah, I do that a lot too, but I yeah. think it's a great mindset to have. Mm-hmm. And for our last question, do you have a tip of any kind that you want to share with our listeners? Um, Yeah, so, well, with the business thing and being a cooperative consultant, um, you know, as I mentioned, the uh, SBA, uh, Small Business Association, there there are really three things that are missing from that that I I specialize in, that I want people to know about. Um, One is that there are other ownership structures other than LCAs. You know, there's a lot of different ownership structures, including cooperatives. And, you know, it might not be appropriate for your situation, but at least consider it at least look into it and know what a cooperative is so you can consider that option. Um, The second is governance. Like, how are you going to make decisions within your company? You know, there's more than just, I'm the boss and I tell people what to do, end of story, right? Like, there's lots of different ways that you can set things up to make decisions uh, in a more democratic way, a more, more, like, horizontal way. Um, Two systems that I'm really a fan of are sociocracy and holacracy, which I would describe as radical radical delegation, like, actually giving people jobs and letting them do it (laughs) without micromanaging them. Um, So, you know... Be familiar with those and also just, you know, think about how you want uh, decision making to happen and, and you could come up with your own system. You just need to be explicit about it. Um, you know, at least who's going to decide what and what you're going to do if there's conflict. You don't want to wait till there's some big conflict to figure that out, right? Uh, and then the third thing is sustainability. So, you know, how are you going to be good for the environment, good for people, good for your community, uh, and be a positive impact on the economy if you're just kind of hoarding money for yourself that's not going to help the wealth gap. So, you know, how can you spread the wealth um, you know, those are things to consider that your typical, you know, SBA plan, business plan, or most business coaches won't uh, emphasize. Yeah. Jackie, thank you so much for your time. I know that we and those that listen to this will be a lot better for it. So where can our listeners learn more about you and connect with you? Yeah, so the kind of hub of everything that I'm doing would be my business consultancy website, which is regenerativedynamics.com. But I'm also here at LoveWorks taking care of the garden. So if anybody gets involved with LoveWorks or just wants to connect with me through there, uh, that's fine too. Wasn't that an awesome interview? It was. Yeah. What stuck out to you or inspired you? Uh, something that stuck out to me is the importance of forming like cooperations and bonds with other people in your community, and you don't know how that's going to help you later. What stuck out to me was the SBA, the Small Business Association, because after COVID, a lot of small businesses struggled and suffered. So hopefully this will help them in a way. Yeah. Next week, we'll be back with two new business owners that will hopefully inspire, educate, and give you a powerful point of action to grow your idea or business. Also, remember to find us on our new profile, the Biz Buddha Podcast on Spotify, Apple, and SoundCloud. We want to send another huge thank you to the Norman Chamber of Commerce, First United Bank, the Cleveland County Fairgrounds, and LoveWorks Leadership for believing in our youngest entrepreneurs. And remember, real leaders don't blend in. They stand out. Dream big. And do your dreams. And we are back with our next guest, Adeline Schroyer. Alan Schroyer is a six-year-old and will be starting first grade at Lamont International School in the fall. 
She is a proud founder of Bao Miao Beds, where she makes dog and cat beds as well as upcycled bed frames and toys. Adeline loves dogs, cats, and pretty much all animals. So hello, hello, Adeline. Thank you for joining us. How are you doing today? Good. That is so good to hear. So we're excited to learn more about you and your story. I know, I know you personally. You're a good, good friend. And so could you tell us what is Bao Miao Beds? It's dog and cat beds and bed frames. And we have dog and cat toys. Yeah. And so you, I, we know what you make now. So I, I'm aware you did an event this weekend. What event were you at this weekend? Where was it at? Remember? Farmer's Market. Farmer's Market. You were at the... You were at the... It, the the what was well. It? The well, right? And so you were doing the kids' business fair, right? Uh-huh. So how did that go? Good. It went good? And so do you think that really was a launch into making a more serious business for you? Yes. Yeah. So how well did you sell? Very well. Very well. So it really was a moment where you're like, oh, I'm more serious about this now, right? Yeah. She nodded. If you're listening to audio, she just nodded. So it's very important. Today, we're hoping our youngest entrepreneurs out there can learn from you about some of the work involved into starting a business. What was one of your challenges, and how did you overcome it? Well, my first bed, I wa- we found out a way to make our beds better. We, we could have put Velcro on it, but we, but we didn't. And all our other beds have Velcro, so you can, you can take out the stuffing or pillow and then wash that outside. Super fun. So that was one of those you know, challenges in the beginning is figuring out what to do. So you just had a, how was the process of solving it? Did you talk to your mom, friends about how you can make it better? I talked to my mom. Nice, nice. And so what is one of the biggest, biggest, biggest things that you've learned about starting a business and selling your product? Have fun. Have fun. Why do you think having fun is so important while having a business? So like, why is having fun important to you? Because as long as you're having fun, you could also um, sell. Yeah, you all sell. So if you have fun, you're going to sell. And so make sure, you know, that's really, really good here because I feel like when we get adults, and we get, I don't, I'm not even an adult, when we get older, sometimes we forget to have fun. And so it's fun It's fun to have fun, right? Mm, yeah. Serious man. Serious man. For our last question, what has been one of your favorite parts about starting your own business? Um... Making dog and cat toys with my mom and my sister. It's so fun. Thank you, Adeline, so, so much for your time. And so I know that you'll be, you've sold at the farmer's market before, and so we hope to see you there again. You're so awesome, so thank you for being on the podcast. All right, so Sam, that was a pretty awesome interview. What was something that really stuck out to you? The having fun. Because yeah. business, when I was young, I always thought business was very serious, mm-hmm. and you can't have fun, mm-hmm. but— you know, I love that. You know, I feel like it's a really good reminder, and who better to remind us to have some fun than a six-year-old. And so, Adam, thank you so much for kind of bringing that up of, you know, business. Yes, there's serious nature to it. Don't have fun like every single thing makes that joke. But sometimes business needs to be fun, right? It needs to be fun. And so have fun with your business. Don't do everything, you know, goofily. But have some fun with it. It's supposed to be fun. And so next week, we'll be back with two new business owners that will hopefully inspire, educate, and give you a powerful point of action to grow your idea or business. We want to send another huge thank you to the Norman Chamber of Commerce, First United Bank, the Cleveland County Fairgrounds, and Loveworks Leadership for believing in our youngest entrepreneurs. And remember, real leaders, they don't blend in, they stand out. Dream big. And do your dream. Bye, y'all.